Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, it's Monday, so this is our marvelous Motivating Monday episode. And today, instead of having a specific person that we celebrate, I am going to mention two companies because what I want to talk about is the coronavirus and the vaccine. So with that being said, I want to celebrate Pfizer and Moderna because both of these companies are working extra hard to get us a vaccine. And hopefully within the next six to 12 months, America and the world can get things together. But it looks like uh, the United Kingdom is beating everyone and Canada is right behind them. And the reason why I said that is today I was watching CNN and Jake Tapper was talking to a gentleman who was in Wales out of England. And they are talking about the UK literally getting some vaccines. I think it's going to be within the next seven days. Now, I don't know when America is getting their vaccine, but I know one thing. We better hurry up because percentage-wise, we are like beyond uh, top, you know? And it's so funny because yesterday on the 6th of December, I was just doing research for the episode. There's so much out there, but as I always tell everybody, do your research. And when you download my podcast episodes, you will see all the sources of everything that I'm talking about. So I went through a whole bunch of avenues, NBC News and CNN, Fortune, New York Times, Washington Post, USA Today. There's even some websites I had never heard of until I did the research, including something called Stat News. And even more, uh, you know, the, the stock market is talking about it. So we need to really, um, there's a site called Market Watch. And unfortunately, a lot of things is happening in America specifically when it's involving a company stock is one of the things everybody seems to be concerned about. And the reason why I said that is during my research in November, Moderna, Moderna stock skyrocketed 126%. Now, people, I'm just going to go a little sideways on this and say, you don't need a whole bunch of money to invest in stock. And we might want to look into some of this stuff because I'm going to tell you, I did buy Moderna and Pfizer stock when I heard them talking about it because I knew it would be cheaper when I bought it. And then when it started being successful with the vaccine, it was going to rise up. And I, you know, that's a whole nother episode. But right now, my main focus is the pandemic. But I just kind of wanted to mention that because stock is involved in everything, just like my three-part series that I did with Nods and Smoke. It's about money. So I want my listeners, you don't need a lot of money to invest in stock. If you got $100 that you're willing to invest in, you can invest in stock. But that's going to be a whole nother subject. I just wanted to mention that because that was like a headline I saw. Moderna stock skyrocketed 126%. I don't even want to talk about what that could be per share. And if you can't buy a whole bunch, buy one share. I started out with some of these as shares, one or two, because when Moderna first was mentioned, I bought the stock and I'm not going to lie, it wasn't moving, things were going wrong, and I sold it. And I end up having to rebuy it at double the price. So unfortunately for me, I, I, I just I didn't know that much about it. 
I'm not a big stock person. I just went on my own personal knowledge and I did research on it and I ended up paying double for what I have. But I'm not mad because, as you just heard, the stock skyrocketed because the vaccines are going to come out. So with that being said, I want to say that we're going to talk about the coronavirus and I am going to celebrate Pfizer and Moderna. And as I mentioned, I was listening to Jake Tapper and there was a gentleman in Wales talking about the UK. Now the UK is going to be getting their supplies soon. So I want to play the clip from the gentleman that uh, Jake Tapper was talking to because I think it's important for us to understand how fast a lot of these countries are moving. And I'm not saying they're moving fast as good or bad, but I just wanted the United States to move fast as well, but safely, because as a lot of people are saying, they're not knowing who to trust. And some people will not take the vaccine until they see results from other people. But this is coming from a gentleman that was reporting for CNN in Wales. And I want you guys to listen to what he's saying. Also in our world lead today, the United Kingdom preparing to offer the first doses of the COVID-19 vaccine tomorrow. Less than a week after the UK became the first Western nation to approve the vaccine, CNN's Max Foster joins us now live from Cardiff, Wales. And Max, this first round is really by invitation only. Uh, what are you learning about who is going to get the first round of this vaccine? Well, it is invitation only, and that's why the locations here in Wales are being kept kept secret as to where you can get this vaccination, because it is only invitation only for the people, the frontline workers, so health workers, but also care home workers here in Wales. Uh, the concern being that if people find out where these locations are, they might start queuing up uh, to get the vaccination. They don't want that to happen. Also, some level of concern about security as well, that people might try to raid uh, these vaccination stores as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how things play out tomorrow, uh, Jake. But certainly all the plans seem to be working so far. They're ahead of schedule. The bigger challenge probably is the next phase where they're not uh, doing from hospitals, but in smaller locations, doctor surgeries and care homes themselves, which don't have the refrigeration required to keep the vaccine for more than a few days. And Max, tell us more about these vaccination cards. Interesting. So everyone that receives the vaccine will be keeping a card. The government says it's a reminder, really, that you have to come back in three weeks to get the second dose. But there's a big debate here about whether or not vaccines should be mandated. A bit of conspiracy theory that that's what the government wants. So there's a bit of a debate about whether these cards are really a precursor to an immunization passport, which will give you access to locations and jobs, potentially, by you being able to say, you know, been vaccinated and that's part of this debate about whether or not it should be mandated and there's a real you know fight back against that in parliament and i think in the wider country as well all right max foster in uh, wales thank you so much for your uh, reporting we'll check back with you uh, later this week see that's what i'm talking about uk now when i was doing the research for america according to uh in nbc news they were saying that there's a four-day window, December 11th through the 14th, for a possible emergency use authorization with distribution of the vaccine here in America beginning December 15th, which is next week, although the dates may be subject to change. So remember that part. 
So, you know, the FDA scientists, they're reviewing the data on both companies, both of the vaccines, as I said, for Pfizer and Moderna. And we're just going to see. Now, they're saying that they're expected to have enough to immunize 20 million people by the end of the month. Now, I don't know where the 20 million people are going to be, but they're saying that that's what they're planning. Now, I'm just kind of concerned like a lot of people, of the safety of it because it's new. But we have to remember, this is something they've never done before, so they're not really sure either uh, what the side effects are going to be. And I just want you guys to start paying attention to the other countries and how they're responding. Because I read an article about Canada. Canada has doubled its order for the, they call it COVID-19 market watch, excuse me, Canada, let me, I'm sorry, Canada has doubled its order for the COVID-19 from Moderna. Now, UK is ordering their vaccine from Pfizer. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not really sure if there's going to be a comparison and who's going to do the comparison? Is it coming from the United States and the FDA? Or is Canada going to do its comparison to the UK? And if anybody know anything about the uh, country of Canada, some of it is still owned by the UK. So that's kind of tricky um, about how that's going to work out. So, But it was really interesting because this new thing that the administration is in the White House now they're calling it Operation Warp Speed. And it's really interesting how all these months, and as we know from the Bob Woodward tapes, all these months, they've been knowing about this since January. No one ever mentioned it in a political speech. No one ever mentioned it during any rallies. It was almost like it was ghosts, which was another reason why a lot of people didn't wear a mask because they didn't believe that the coronavirus is real. And a lot of them still don't believe it. But it's so funny now, all of a sudden, there's all these meetings and they have now what is called a White House Coronavirus Summit. And to the administration's surprise, neither one of the companies wanted to be a part of it. So Pfizer and Moderna executives decided, nope, we are not attending that. So I want to say bravo to them for not making this political because this is about everybody, every city, every state, every country, every continent. It does not discriminate who it wants to attack. So they're trying to be not in that political game. So they both denied, I mean, excuse me, refused to accept the invitation to the White House to talk about, I guess, their vaccines. But, you know, it was really interesting. There's a woman from Pfizer. She's an executive named Katherine Jansen. <laughs> she said on November 10th that Pfizer was never, hear that word, never part of the White House's, quote, Operation Warp Speed. You know, it's so funny because even the information that NBC News was talking about regarding the window, that was a document obtained from... Uh, Operation Warp Speed. Hmm. So I just think that it's really crazy that they're still trying to make this political. And at this point, we know that this is about getting people uh, well and getting the cure 
and getting, you know, Dr. Fauci said there may not never be a cure no time soon, but to prevent deaths at least. So, you know, there's still a lot to be learned. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know um, if people will still act right or act worse because they think there's going to be a cure. You know, because one of the things that Dr. Fauci was saying when he was on uh, Meet the Press this past weekend, and I quote, we're entering into what's really a precautious situation. And what he was talking about is, you know, we got the holidays coming up. They showed the airports and it was unbelievable. The airports were so packed, just like nothing had ever happened, even with a mask, you know, <laughs> I mean, with all of those people, I don't think anybody was six feet apart from the way it was looking on television. I wasn't in any airport, so I can't say. But we still got Christmas and we got New Year's Eve. And some people are going to still get together for Christmas and some people are going to still celebrate New Year's Eve. You know, so I want you guys to really start thinking about even if you don't care about yourself, care about your family members. And your friends, you know, I just really want people to really start thinking about what they're doing in the next couple of months and how they're doing it and the precautions who's coming in your house. Whew, because like I said, it is really, really serious. And if you get, according to John Hopkins on uh, yesterday, December 6th, 14 million, and we know it's way bigger than it was yesterday. 14,637,724 cases. And keep in mind, these are just the cases that are recorded. There's a lot of people at home right now, even listening to this, that have the virus and don't even know it because they haven't been tested. And some people don't even have the side effects or symptoms or anything. So I'm just saying 14,637. 724 of what they recorded and we have 281,628 deaths and that was as of yesterday so unfortunately these numbers don't even exist they're way bigger than that so i want to just kind of look at some of these states just in america because i need you guys to really understand how serious these these uh numbers are like, for example, in California, in a two-week change, it changed 78. Listen to that. Out of 100, 78%. They have 1,327,897 people. Now, this is a number that I'm sure has changed because I got the numbers over the weekend. 78% increase. New York is half of that. Now, New York was the hot spot. It's half of California at 702,306, but it still increased 59%. You know, I'm in the state of Georgia and, you know, I was looking at the numbers in Georgia and I can tell you from my own personal experience, people walking around here like nothing's wrong. They hanging out, they, they talking, laughing, no masks, not, no distancing. You have to, I know I've been in a situation many times in line where I have to ask somebody to move back, you know, not just because they didn't have on a mask, but because they weren't six feet. So they, they didn't have on a mask and weren't six feet, you know, but in Georgia, we're at 491,658. 
Now, our two-week change was only 22%, but I don't even like to say the word only because <laughs> 1% is too much. So, you know, I want you guys to really, really start thinking about what you're doing and how serious you're taking this because we have to do better. We have to do better. You know, now the CDC, which, you know, they done messed up their credibility, but there's a lot of former CDC personnel that you see on television that say how some people just dedicated their lives to the CDC and are really good people and were put kind of like under restraint because of the administration. So I'm hoping that the CDC gets its uh, its uh, shine back and credibility back because right now nobody's caring about what the CDC says because they're not being honest and they adjust the guidelines whenever they're told by the White House to do so. But the CDC is recommending that the nursing homes and health workers get the vaccine first. I totally agree. And I do think the essential workers, anyone that's working anywhere to make our lives convenient, whether it's a grocery store, a restaurant, even our teachers that are, some of them are virtual, but a lot of them are not, which I'm still surprised. But anybody and our, all our delivery people, thank goodness for UPS, FedEx and Amazon, Amazon Prime is the is the stuff. I'm sorry, I got to say it because Amazon has made my life very, very less painful than it could have been. And I'm a Walmart.com, but as I told Walmart and I told FedEx, because that's who they use, their service has been FedEx's service has sucked, sucked, sucked. I had to kind of put them on blast on um, Twitter because. I don't care what I ordered. It always was sitting in the same warehouse in Georgia for two, three days and a couple of times, a couple of weeks. And I get it. But come on now. Amazon can get stuff here. UPS can get stuff here. Even the postal service could. So but I'm not going to argue FedEx lately after I complained. It looked like you got it right. But my point is the essential workers that make our lives very convenient, considering what we're going through. They need to get it first. I definitely degree, uh, agree with that. But I want you guys to really start paying attention to all this. And as I said, we are going to just say thank you to Pfizer and Moderna. And I'm praying that these vaccines not only work, but they give people confidence that if they get it, we won't be... Uh, talking about this in the history books of how bad it went and things got worse so that's of any race any caliber of uh, money any fun whoever you are i don't even care because this is about everybody we want everybody to be able to go back to normal i mean it will never be totally normal but a little normancy in our lives so i want you guys to think about all this you know it's funny you know new york governor Andrew Como said in a tweet that he expects the state to receive enough doses of the Pfizer vaccine to cover 170,000 people on December 15th if all safety and efficiencies approvals are granted. And I like how he quoted that because nobody wants a vaccine <laughs> that is going to be worse, you know. And they were saying that the experts are saying that <laughs> these coming months, will be a worst-case scenario in the United States before we reach the light at the end of the tunnel. That's scary. So, you know, I want you guys to stay home when you can. If you can minimize getting out, a lot of times if I order on an app or online, 
I do curbside pickup. There's a few times I they don't have it. So I don't mind going in with my mask on long enough to just pick it up. I even pay online to prevent even having to pay. And just get it, say my name, and keep it moving. And I know a lot of times it's not that simple, but those are just some things I wanted you to uh, consider when you're going out. While we're going through this, you know, um, <laughs> it's so funny. As I was doing this research, I saw this significant development, and it was called a bipartisan group of senators aiming to break a month-long partisan impasse introducing a seven, excuse me, a $908 billion stimulus because of all the people who were affected by the virus not having work or for whatever reason qualify for the stimulus package. And I just want to throw this in because I hear a lot of people say, and I get it, that we need to get back to work. We need to open up the economy. But the reality is, and this is my opinion, until you can get this coronavirus under control, why would you think that opening up all these places is going to make it better? If anything, it's going to make it spread. If we had done a shutdown maybe for 60 days, everybody, and they got the vaccine going, and we knew the truth, they could have worked on a vaccine probably a lot faster, and it may give people a little more confidence that they took their time to make sure it was right. We will probably be close to normal. I don't think we'll ever be back to normal, but we would be close to normal. So, you know, uh, the president-elect Biden said he was going to do a shutdown, like a hundred days shutdown the first hundred days. And maybe I'm saying shutdown and people are thinking literally everything shut down. That's not what I mean. But what he's trying to do is get some control over what's happening because right now there is no control and it's unfortunate that they made this political because you'll see Republicans with no mask, Democrats and independents with a mask. I'm like, what? You know, and of course I'm not saying all Republicans don't wear masks and I'm definitely not saying all Democrats wear masks because I see people of all races, all backgrounds with and without masks, but something as minor as putting on a mask for a short period of time should be something everybody wants to do. So you guys, until we get this virus under control, we need to be mindful. We need to be responsible for ourselves. And one thing we can do is wear a mask and stay six feet behind. So I'm asking you guys to do that. And we just going to hope that Pfizer and Moderna do what they're supposed to do with no crazy side effects and that we can get this country back to opening up the economy, seeing our family and friends, going back to work safely. So I'm just asking you guys to do your part. And I'm hoping that Pfizer and Moderna do theirs and not do it just to get the money, but to save not only America, the world. Because as I just mentioned, just two countries just now, and there are allies of ours, UK and Canada, that one's getting Moderna and uh, one's getting Pfizer. So it's going to be interesting to see how we handle this. And I'm prayerful that this is the beginning of a new world. So, 
All I got to say is I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I ask that you follow me on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. I need you guys to follow me on Podbean. And I know a lot of you were saying that you was expecting to get um, new episode notifications automatically as you follow me. And I thought that was the case. So those listening that have not gotten that, I am going to get with them and talk to them. It could be my look, it could be my fault that you're not getting it. Maybe there's something I'm supposed to do. So I'll, I am going to look into that. So I wanted to mention that. But anyway, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies, capital A is in Advocacy, capital L is in Ladies. You can give us a call with any questions, comments, or any topics you want us to address at 404-855-7723. And you know you can follow us on all of the podcast uh, apps, including Google Play, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, and Alexa. Tune in. But I definitely want you to follow me on um, my hosting company, Podbean, because once you follow me, I can build up my client, uh, my base, and I do want to do live and eventually visual podcasting. So, you know, I like to end all my episodes with the favorite question. What do you have to say? Thank you for listening. <laughs>